0: It's time for Rudy Max's World with the Carries on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere, to participate in the program, call us at 800 387 8025 That's one 800 387 8025 Or check in anytime online at RudyMaxa.com or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. And now, welcome to America's number one
1: travel radio show, Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Welcome aboard, everybody. Nice to have you here as we cover the world of travel. It's coming up on seven minutes past the hour, and you're tuned into America's number one travel radio show. I'm Robert Carey, along with my wife, show creator, and travel partner, Mary. We appreciate you spending some of your time with us this weekend. Later this hour, we'll check in with our teammate and savvy traveler, Rudy, and see what he's been experiencing this week. But first, we wanted to welcome our newest affiliate, AM960 and FM99.1 KMA Radio, not far from Omaha, Nebraska, in Shenandoah, Iowa. So we welcome them, Mary.
2: We do. Otherwise known as, what, KMA Land? Yeah, nice to have you here, KMA Land.
1: Uh, Excited to have you aboard with us Uh, and all of our other weekly affiliates across the country now closing in on about 300. Well, it's certainly has been a challenging and high-anxiety week. I think that's probably safe to say yeah. in the world of travel. Uh, And I suppose, Mary, as we discuss the news now, unfortunately, we're going to have to start with the terrorist bombings in Brussels.
2: We do, and I'm sure everyone's been following this. Here's just a quick recap. Bombs exploded Tuesday in two locations, at the Brussels airport and in a city metro station, killing over 30 and wounding more than 200 people. And it was confirmed later in the week that two of the deceased were Americans. It was also reported that the two brothers who helped carry out the attack may have been involved in some secret videotaping of a Belgian nuclear scientist a new development that has raised fears that the extremists were seeking radioactive material to build dirty bombs it's certainly an unfortunate incident and disrupted travel throughout europe we as to. well as yeah, it's uh, going to be a while before to. they yeah. get back i think they're using ancillary airports in belgium Yeah, I I
1: saw that yesterday, that Brussels Airlines, they're using some of their... um,
2: Antwerp and Liege. yeah.
1: Actually, on that note, so the State Department this week, following the Brussels terror attack, they issued a travel alert. You know, so as Americans begin their spring and soon their summer European vacations... The State Department, they issued their travel alert, and it says the following. Terrorist groups continue to plan near-term attacks throughout Europe targeting sporting events, tourist sites, restaurants, and transportation. Uh, U.S. citizens are urged to exercise vigilance in public places and on mass transportation throughout Europe. For Americans currently in Europe or elsewhere in the world, the State Department also warned U.S. citizens continue to be at risk of kidnappings and hostage events as ISIL and al-Qaeda and their affiliates attempt to finance their operations through kidnapping for ransom operations, So that's pleasant this weekend.
2: Yeah, well, just everyone stay safe and travel responsibly as you can. Um, back to some local news. We did welcome spring in this week. However, a powerful spring blizzard stranded travelers at Denver's airport and shut down hundreds of miles of highway in Colorado, Wyoming, and Nebraska. It was a big storm. It was a hu- yeah, sometimes yeah. these spring storms Still are disruptive. crazy. Yeah? Yeah. Before it moved into the upper Midwest of Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, and parts of Canada, the Last time a blizzard closed the airport was back in 2006 for two days. About ten years ago, huh? yeah. Um, more than 300 additional flights were canceled at the airport in Denver on Wednesday after freezing snow on power lines from the blizzard triggered a power outage. So that was the week in travel in the states for. And yeah, however, is... uh, the restaurants at the airport were fabulous. They extended sure they hours, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure they hit some good they, they bottom lines of revenue. Um, ran out of food though, but yeah. they many of them actually stayed open all night for the stranded. Travelers,
1: well, so. that, that's good. Yep. Uh, you know, we talked about this last week, Mary, uh, regarding Marriott and Starwood, and that was big news to yes. begin the week. Mm-hmm. We gave our thoughts, which turned out to be correct. Marriott did come back yeah. uh, and make a competing offer before so, the
2: deadline. Yeah,
1: actually. Mm-hmm. So, as the week broke, you know, Marriott International they reached an, an amended agreement to acquire Starwood's hotels and resorts after boosting its bid to thirteen point six billion, which was ten percent higher than the original offer they made uh, last November. And it's about 2% more than the competing bid that China's Anbang Insurance Group made last week. Marriott is paying $79.53 a share, for those of you keeping track at home, for Starwood to create by far the world's largest hotel company. They'll overtake Hilton in doing this deal. If Starwood decides to again terminate the deal for any reason and take another offer, Marriott increased the breakup fee to $450 million but both companies will convene stockholder share meetings on Monday, March 28th, and it's expected that this will get approved.
2: Well, and Starwood Hotels and Resorts was in the news for another noteworthy reason this week. They will become the first US hotelier to sign deals in Cuba in almost 60 years, announcing that they have signed two existing properties in Havana and have a letter of intent from the third. The iconic Hotel Anglaterra will join the luxury collection and the Hotel Quinta Avenida will be a Four Points by Sheraton. They will both reopen under their new brands later in 2016 after extensive renovations.
1: Well, and speaking of renovations, it's official, Mary. The overhaul of New York's LaGuardia Airport, uh, it's been approved by the Port Authority.
2: All right. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> uh,
1: even though the renovation plan, then you'll get a kick out of this, mm-hmm. uh, they've risen to around $5 billion.
2: Over budget by about yeah. a billion, I believe. Actually, yeah. the plans,
1: they've risen. It's yeah. almost a billion dollars. Correct. Construction should begin later this year to replace Terminal B. Uh, they're going to connect all the terminals. They're actually going to be moving the terminal, LaGuardia itself, closer to the Grand Central Parkway if you've been to the New York area. But most importantly, they're going to be vastly improving the decrepit airport. So that's And good it news. certainly
2: needs it. That's good news. And we have uh, Viking in the news this week. River Cruise Goliath Vikings move into ocean cruising, achieved another milestone on Wednesday as the line's third ocean-going ship took to the water for the first time. The 47,800-ton Viking Sky is a sister to Viking's first ocean ship, the Viking Star, which debuted in April 2015. A second ship, the Viking Sea, was just completed this month and departs on its maiden voyage with paying passengers on April 3rd. And by 2020, Viking will have six ships in its ocean fleet. Yeah, they're definitely They really are.
1: Yeah, they are. All right, um, we'll get to some more news next hour then, Mary, okay? Um, we want to thank all of you out there who have already voted in our online polls about your favorite hotel company and the travel quote that best reflects you. This is our last weekend for these polls. We'll be posting new ones early next week. So for those of you who haven't yet voted, we'd like to hear what you think. So please check out the polls at rudymaxit.com. They're right there on the homepage. And when you're there, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at rmworldtravel. Uh, We tried to make that easy for you. Uh, Coming up on the program today in just a few minutes, we'll be joined by award-winning movie producer Sean McGillivray about his new film that's just out and playing in something like 60 countries already, National Parks Adventure. At the bottom of the hour, we'll go to the New York Times newsroom and check in with show friend Jad Mawad to discuss Brussels and a few other travel stories that have piqued our interest. Mary's made a new travel friend on Instagram, Matt Payne. He's a travel writer and photographer. He'll be here around 43 past the hour to share a... A real heartfelt story about his grandfather, World War II in the Philippines, so we hope you'll stay tuned for that. And then if all goes well, and we can actually make it work, Mary, uh, we'll check in with Rudy somewhere in Japan as he treks across that country with a TV crew. Then next hour, we'll introduce you to an interesting organization called Road Scholar. We'll look at the growth of one child, one parent travel. Mary and I will share some deals of the week with you, and with the president visiting Cuba earlier this week, we'll check in with the senior nomads, Michael and Debbie Campbell, who just spent three weeks in Cuba to get their first-hand, unbiased take on what's really going on there. Again, it's nice to have you here with us this weekend, and when we return after a short break for a few sponsor messages, it's time to talk National Parks Adventure with Sean McGillivray. Stay with us. We're back in a quick three minutes.
0: To join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call 800-387-8025 or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at World Travel. We're coming right back.
2: It's time for new blinds. Maybe you just moved or maybe you can't look at those old blinds for even one more day. Selecting the right blind company is just as important as selecting the right blinds. Selectblinds.com is the simple and smart way to get blinds. They won't let you make a mistake in materials or color because you'll see your selections before you check out. Ask for your free sample sample swatches today, choose our show at checkout, and they'll send you a code to save 35% off any future purchase. Go to selectblinds.com or the new rudymax.com under sponsors.
1: Are you a subscriber of emails.com yet? Emails can help you save money, spend more time with your family, and simplify your life. It lets mom be a hero by providing doable, family friendly recipes that are healthy, homemade meals the family will love. They've even got a team of expert recipe developers who personally craft all the meal plans. Plans include low calorie, paleo, vegetarian, low carb, and many more. Try it for free for two weeks and switch plans as often as you like. Go to emails.com, that's E M E A L S, or rudymaxa.com under sponsors.
3: When you use public Wi-Fi, shop online, or give out your social security number, you leave a trail of digital breadcrumbs. Thieves can use this information to steal your identity. LifeLock can detect signs that someone picked up your breadcrumbs to take what's yours. They have a resolution staff to help fix messy identity fraud problems. Now, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. Plans start at $9.99 a month, plus applicable sales tax. Go to LifeLock.com and get 10% off with the promo code RUDY, R-U-D-Y, or visit RudyMaxa.com and look under Sponsors.
1: Thousands of people seeking home security get ripped off every day. You get stuck writing huge checks and signing long-term contracts with no way out. It can cost you thousands, but there's a better way to protect your home. SimplySafeRudy.com home security. SimplySafeRudy.com has no contracts and you'll get award-winning 24-7 protection for just $14.99 per month. Go to SimplySafeRudy.com today for an exclusive 10% offer and get a free keychain remote worth $25. You can also visit the all-new rudymaxa.com and look under sponsors.
4: we
0: Robert and Mary, call anytime at 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. Now back to America's number one travel radio show.
1: Welcome back. It is 18 past the hour now. Thanks for being here with us today on this Easter weekend across America. This portion of the program is sponsored by LifeLock. Are you looking forward to your tax refund? Well, so are identity thieves. Did you know that all identity thieves need to file a fake tax return is your social security number and date of birth? The IRS reported nearly $6 billion in fraudulent refunds were paid out in a single year due to identity theft. Even if you're not getting a refund, identity thieves can use information on your tax documents to commit other crimes. So we encourage you to consider the service Rudy, Mary, and I have, LifeLock. LifeLock members have access to a team of U.S.-based specialists to fix identity issues. Some people have free credit monitoring, but it only detects problems with credit. LifeLock helps resolve identity theft problems. You only have one identity, so protect it like we have with the best, LifeLock. Memberships start as low as $9.99 a month. Visit LifeLock.com to save 10% when you use promo code RUDY, that's R-U-D-Y, LifeLock.com, promo code Rudy to save 10%, or you'll find a link on the old new RudyMaxa.com under sponsors.
2: Our guest this segment is Sean McGillivray, and along with his father Greg and their team, they've produced a new film showing in IMAX and giant screen theaters in 60 countries called National Parks Adventure. Have you seen it? It opened recently uh, in February, I believe, and it's been well-received. Sean is the president and producer of this film, but he's been creating award-winning films such as To the Arctic and Journey to the South Pacific and others over the past decade. Since the national parks are celebrating their centennial in 2016, we invited Sean on the show with us today because if you can't get to a national park this year, maybe you can find some time to see this film and still be inspired. Hi, Sean. Thanks for spending part of your weekend with Robert and me on Rudy Max's World with the Carries. It's great to have you on the show today.
5: Yeah, thank you.
2: So, Sean, first let me
1: congratulate you and your dad and your team on this new film, National Parks Adventure. How proud are you of the project and the film?
5: Oh, very proud. You know, this is a film that we had wanted to make for a long time, and we are just so excited to be able to work with partners like Brand USA, Expedia, Subaru, and REI to actually make it a reality for the 100th anniversary of the National Park Service this year. It's a big deal. It's the year of the parks, and, uh, you know, I think this is going to inspire a lot of people to actually want to come see their
6: parks.
1: Well, I know Mary mentioned in the intro, and you just hit on it as well, that you know, 2016 is the centennial celebration for our national parks. Is that what triggered you to create this film, or is it just coincidental and something you had planned on doing anyway?
5: Well, I think you know, we knew, speaking with the National Park Service, knowing that it is the 100th anniversary, we, we knew it was a fantastic time to do a film on the national parks.
1: Yeah, it's like, okay. uh,
5: and so for us, being able to inspire kind of the next generation of people to care about these special places, especially when with us living, uh, for the most part, in cities, you don't feel as connected to nature. Even for me, like, I, I'm lucky enough to be able, be able to go on location around the world, but I spend a lot of my time behind my desk. Mm-hmm. And being able to show people uh, around the world these amazing places how how incredible they are and how For some uh, of them, the first time that they they've ever actually seen it uh, and so that is really special for us, and, and you really you feel like you're in a way being transported there through this immersive medium of these giant screen theaters uh, and right. amazing institutions around the world.
2: Sean, the diversity, and I think we have four hundred four hundred nine parks across this beautiful country. We could go on and on and, and never do them justice talking about That's them. But sure. what is it collectively that you think makes these parks such a treasure?
5: Yeah, you're. I mean, you're absolutely right. There's there's just over 400 National Park Service sites uh, as we were starting the film. We are like, okay, well, obviously we can't spend time on each one because it's only a 40-minute film. So we had to really go through and and decide, okay, well, we want to have some of the iconic parks like Yosemite, Yellowstone, Everglades, Glacier, but we also wanted to showcase some of those hidden gems that people really hadn't experienced or heard about before, Uh, like Pictured Rock's National Lakeshore in Upper Michigan, where we filmed our main characters climbing up icy waterfalls. It was just an incredible experience. And I think it's one where you get to not only hear and feel these these amazing places that people have heard about around the world, but also those hidden, unique, diverse gyms that we have uh, in the U.S.
1: Well, and with the IMAX and with uh, yeah. the giant theaters, I mean, the folks that are watching, they're right there with you now.
5: They are, yeah. its uh, I mean, I am i feel so lucky that, that I get to do this. But, you know, as you see more, more and more content being produced for, you know, iPhones and on TV and on on the internet, uh, it's kind of nice to be able to experience something that feels so different because it's such a big immersive screen. It almost feels like, it feels like more of an event and something that you can take your family around and, and get, get proud of and behind.
2: Sean, was there a particular national park that posed maybe a specific challenge for you and your crew during the filming, more than maybe some of the others?
5: Each park had its own unique, amazing opportunities just because of the beauty and and breathtaking nature of them. But yeah, there were some places that were were a little bit harder than others. I mean, one I just mentioned, Pitchard Rocks National Lakeshore. It was 23, it was 20 degrees below zero and that didn't include the windshield. And Mm. we were filming with a big uh, IMAX 3D camera that weighs just over 300 pounds that doesn't really like the cold.
1: For those that are just tuning in right now, <laughs> Mary and I, you're wondering, who, who are Robert and Mary speaking with? We're speaking with Sean McGillvary, the producer of the new film National Parks Adventure being seen across the country, and across the world, frankly, on IMAX and giant screen theaters. Sean, so, alright, although we're the top travel radio show in the country, you know, when we go on remote or we take the show somewhere for a segment, we certainly have equipment and logistics to coordinate, but radio is a lot easier than film and video. For example, last year, Mary and I, we did a segment atop a steaming glacier in iceland and we helicoptered in for that part of the show but it was relatively easy to pull together it's very little equipment yeah as we've (laughs) as we've watched with what you've done it had to be a massive undertaking in some cases give us an idea how large your team was and how long did it take to create the film
5: yeah yeah so the film from green light start to finish took us two years to make we spent a year out in the field where uh, going back and forth to locations across the country. We had five different teams, a, an aerial team that shot in many places across the country, um, two, two time-lapse teams, and a uh, two ground teams that, that were shooting live action. And we took a variety of different cameras from the highest resolution digital cameras to, as I was saying, a IMAX 3D film camera that weighs over 300 pounds and takes four people uh, to lift uh, and we took that to places that you just shouldn't take cameras you know, right from right the top of uh of pinnacles to um frozen icy waterfalls right in upper michigan and when you're filming in this 15 per 70 film which is 10 times larger than normal 35 millimeter film uh, you have three minutes and then you have to reload it can take 15 to 20 minutes to reload, and it costs about $1,000 per minute. So for wildlife filmmaking and for just, just about any type of filmmaking, you, when you press the record button, you want to make sure you're getting what you want.
2: For that kind of price, definitely. Uh, Sean, the aerial views were spectacular, but I want to ask you real quickly, we're going to start running out of time in a minute, but every filmmaker has a story to tell and you know how you want to impact the audience. What did you want people, or what do you want people to walk away with after they you see this movie
5: yeah I, I think it's really pretty straightforward you know we want we want people to, to when it comes from a domestic standpoint we want people to care about their parks to understand more about how they're created but also just you know be inspired to heck, I've I've got a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and one-year-old, and I can't wait until I get Mm -hmm. to go on a road trip with my family and get to see these places and have them experience it for their first time.
1: Well, real quick, as Mary said, so, you know, we've got, what, Delicate Arch in Utah's Arches National Park. It's iconic 65-foot tall formation, a popular destination for travelers, photographers. There's so many different places. Mary and I, we've enjoyed General Sherman, the giant sequoia Mm -hmm. that's over 2,000 years old. It's part of the five largest trees in California. Uh, There's Old Faithful, Mount mckinley where we did took the show last year we met crater lake half dome Tidal basin frankly right in dc uh, around the jefferson memorial so there's so much that we could really go into where you could have covered in the film real quick did you have a favorite
2: uh,
5: that's, you know i one of my favorites has got to be yosemite just because that was the first park that i went to growing up when i was five yeah, it's beautiful
1: um, we've been love there. Beautiful. i
5: love Ye- yellowstone mm-hmm. and then southern utah has just it's The red rocks from Arches, the Canyonlands, the Zion, price, it's just
1: incredible. Well, Sean, Um, again, I mean, we congratulate you on the film. Although we're not a very old country, America really is blessed with some wonderful works of nature that are available to everyone, thankfully, and we appreciate you being able to bring a little bit of that through the film. The website for Sean's film is nationalparksadventure.com. Thank you, Sean. Best wishes to you. Thank you. Thank you. i got to wrap this quick. When we come back, we'll be joined by show friend Jad Mo out of the New York Times. We're going to talk a little travel with him, what's going on. Jad joins Mary and me in three minutes.
2: Changing an industry isn't easy, but we're seeing it more and more. For example, thanks to new apps and startups, we're not using taxis or hotels as much. And now with Casper, the way we buy mattresses is also changing. And isn't it about time the commission-driven mattress showroom was turned on its head? Named one of the best inventions of 2015 by Time Magazine, Casper is a single perfect mattress for all sleepers. It's engineered for supportive comfort that guarantees a great night's sleep. Casper ships its mattresses for free in a surprisingly compact box so you can try it in your own home for 100 nights risk-free if you don't love it they'll pick it up and refund you everything for a guaranteed night's sleep choose the leader in the mattress revolution go to casper.com and use promo code rudy to save 50 dollars towards the purchase of your casper mattress that's c-a-s-p-e-r.com use promo code rudy or find a link at the all new rudymaxa.com under sponsors terms and conditions apply
0: open at 800-387-8025. And stay connected with the program at RudyMaxa.com.
1: Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World with the Carries. Welcome back. We hope your weekend is going well. It's now 33 past the hour. And Mary and I appreciate you being here with us. In a minute, we're going to take you live to the New York Times newsroom to check in with show friend Jad Mowat. But first, this portion of the program is sponsored by MyPillow.com guaranteed to be the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own get a my pillow now the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation you can choose from 5 different fill levels to best meet your individual sleep needs so whether it's a pillow for your bed at home or their excellent travel pillows all of which can be washed and dried They're guaranteed to give you the best sleep or your money back. And right now, take advantage of a special buy one, get one free offer when you enter the promo code Rudy at checkout. We're all loving these MyPillows on the show, and you will too. Just visit MyPillow.com or the all-new RudyMaxa.com under Sponsors and enter Rudy at checkout.
2: Jad Mawad is a correspondent for the New York Times, focusing on airlines and transportation. He's been on the show before, and we invited him back with us today to talk about some industry news and developments, particularly involving a recent bill in Congress to rein in the never-ending fees by the airlines, and how the Norwegian air shuttle is impacting flights between the U.S. and Europe. So let's go to the New York Times. Hi, Jad. Thanks for joining Robert and me today. Happy
1: to be here. So, Jad, we want to talk to you about the bill to tackle those escalating airline fees, which they are crazy, and the Norwegian air shuttle coming almost out of left field to reshape the transatlantic market. But because of the multiple bombings in Brussels this week, uh, let's start by finding out what you're hearing from your airline sources and even the cruise companies in light of their stocks having taken a sizable hit this week as the world grapples with solutions to combat ISIS.
4: Yeah, I mean this uh, threat of global terror is sort of starting to kind of creep up on you know on the airlines, on cruise companies, and the kind of impact this may or may not have in the future in air travel. There's always, I would think, a kind of knee-jerk reaction after an event uh, like that on the stock market. But you know things sort of uh, tend to kind of stabilize. If you look at, for example, the aftermath of the Paris bombings, did have some impact on travel to France and to Paris, obviously. But I would say that that sort of stabilized, and I would expect something similar, probably to happen. Yeah, I, I
1: would agree with that. But I do think now that it's been back and we're coming into the spring season, I just think there's a little more concern. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with the airlines and, yeah, and their absolutely. stocks. And
4: especially, as you point out, I mean, the U.S. State Department has put out, a, I I think what is probably an unprecedented travel advisory for all of all Europe. All of Europe, yeah. yeah. Um, and this could be just sort of kind of precaution that, mm-hmm. you know, the maybe more to come or not. But this is something that Europe is is going to be tending with or tackling for for some time to come.
2: Absolutely. Right. Chad, let's talk a little bit about an article you wrote recently uh, regarding the add-on fees. Passengers are being charged by airlines. um, And I believe it was Senator Markey from Massachusetts and Blumenthal from Connecticut who tried to introduce a bill called the Fair Fees Act, otherwise known, and I love this, forbidding airlines from imposing ridiculous fees. Well, someone has a sense of humor. (laughs) I like that. Uh, To help limit these fees. It was stripped. Do you think this is something that could be reintroduced at some point? Do you think it's going to raise a little awareness with the airlines? What's your impression I mean, on that? I it
4: could be. The airlines have been sort of concerned that Congress is sort of looking more closely at some of those practices. And the, the big one the airline don't like is the passenger tax that Congress actually imposes on airlines. And so uh, they've been pushing back against that. This Fair Fee Act that you mentioned is perhaps a way for Congress to start looking at one of the issues that's sort of been annoying passengers a lot, which is this growth in in all these extra fees that you pay and that could, you know, end up in some cases adding up to
1: 20, 30 Well Well, of the Jack, that gets brand. crazy yeah. when you think about it. All right. I mean, I get, I'm not happy about it, but I understand the Wi-Fi or the movies and that because that's a service. But when JetBlue is charging for pillows or Delta and American, it's like a $200 ticket change fee, uh, United, it is $150 for unaccompanied minors and we're not even talking about the nickel and dime annoying fees like priority boarding or checked luggage. It's just, it's gotten crazy.
4: It has. I agree with that. And I think uh, particularly on the the super high change fees, for example, I mean, this does not uh, uh, impose an extra burden on the airline. That's what the bill sort of argues. Mm -hmm. And so for those fees, for example, if you have to change your ticket, the airline can always resell that same Seat, so, that doesn't impose a huge burden on the airline. No, it right. doesn't. no. So, that's kind of double dipping for the, for the airline. But, you know, the industry has sort of used these fees over time as a way of kind of hedging against rising oil prices. Uh, but the fees have become sort of a, an important. Re- yeah, well, part of it, the it, it's why their
1: stocks are so high. And, and, and we could yeah. certainly go on and talk about that. We've got about a minute left, but I want to really switch somewhat of a bit of a direction here. So, Norwegian, they've quietly become a really nice transatlantic service the Norwegian air shuttle, I should say, because they're offering low-fare, no-frill service on the long-haul flights. Their emergence has been rather rapid. I think I saw that by midsummer they're going to offer 37 nonstop routes between the U.S. and Europe and for like around $175 one-way. How did they accomplish this jet so quickly?
4: Well, you know, they use new, you know, new planes uh, that, that fly more cheaply, and they're using the model, the, you know, the Southwest frontier mm-hmm. model of low-cost flights on something new, I think, you know, you should watch the space, because I think the Norwegian, however, that sort of battle kind of shakes out, because they want to introduce more flights and the DOT is not giving them all the authorizations that they would like to have. Uh, I think this could be kind of a litmus test of how the air travel kind of shakes out in the future.
1: Well, uh, I do think Norwegian Airlines is something that we do have to keep on. When I saw that, I was like, wow, I really did not realize that. Jad Moad, we'll keep following you in the New York Times and on Twitter, it really appreciate you being here with us today. There's so much going on in travel. Have a good weekend. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks, right, Up next, Matt Payne will be in the house, and he's going to share a compelling travel story involving his grandfather, World War II, and the Philippines. We're back in three minutes. Join Rudy Max's
0: world with the by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. We'll be right back.
1: Have you tried a my pillow yet? If not, we suggest you do. You've heard us talking about my pillows for some time now, and there really is something special about them. They come with five different fill levels, so they're customized to the individual. They're the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation and come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Right now, they're offering a special deal for our listeners of a buy one, get one free offer on their premium pillow. Visit MyPillow.com and use promo code Rudy or go to RudyMaxa.com under Sponsors.
6: QL1, this is Control. Does Rocket Mortgage require me to fill out a bunch of paperwork? (laughs) That's, uh, negative control.
5: Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans is the first on-demand mortgage machine that quickly and seamlessly imports your financial data. You can go through the entire mortgage process on your own and completely online. Copy that, QL1. But if I wanted to speak to someone, do you think they're out there? They're out there, all right. I've made contact before. In fact, according to J.D. Power, they've provided award-winning client service for six years in a row. Rogers that, QL1. It's nice to know they're out there, wherever they are.
6: Detroit Control. They're in Detroit. Over. Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at
5: quickenloans.com. Push button, get mortgage. Rocket. Visit for cost information and
0: conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states nmlsconsumeraccess.org number 3030. For over 75 years, GEICO's been about consistency. As in, we've consistently helped people save money on their car insurance. And, to prove it, we'll air one of our first radio commercials from over 75 years ago.
5: At GEICO, we're all about consistency. As in, we consistently help people save money on their car insurance. To prove it, you can call GEICO. Call us today, call us tomorrow. Call us 75 years from now.
0: That was way more consistent than I expected. GEICO, saving people money for over 75 years.
1: If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Dave has to say about Relief
3: Factor.
0: I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled.
1: For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Do you have skin that's dry and cracked? Then you need outdoor hands. This pharmacist-formulated skin therapy cream is made right here in the USA and works on your hands, feet, heels, lips, anywhere you have dry or cracked skin. This is a skin therapy cream that really works. It contains no petroleum or mineral oil and deeply hydrates to promote healing from within. Look for the outdoor hands yellow and green tube at your local Ace or True Value hardware stores. You can also order online at OutdoorHands.com or find a link at the all-new under sponsors.
6: Hey. Get out.
0: participate in the program, call anytime at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world with the carries.
1: And it's now 43 past the hour, and if we were to get out the map for this segment, the Philippines would be where we're headed. But first, to ensure we pay a few bills, I need to share that this portion of the program is sponsored by Outdoor Hands. If you're suffering from dry or cracked skin, be sure to stock up on Outdoor Hands Skin Therapy Cream. Pharmacists formulated and made right here in the USA, Outdoor Hands Skin Therapy Cream works on hands, feet, lips, frankly, anywhere you have cracked or dry skin. It's not greasy and absorbs quickly, penetrating deeply to rehydrate and promote healing from the inside out. Look for Outdoor Hands products in the yellow and green tubes at Ace Hardware, Tractor Supply Stores. Uh, you can find a whole list, frankly, of where they're available at OutdoorHands.com. You can also find a link at the all-new Rudy Just look under sponsors.
2: Our next guest, Matt Payne, began his writing career in TV, and you may be just a little familiar with two of the shows he's worked on, The Popular 24 and CBS's Without a Trace. More recently, Matt began travel writing for The Washington Times, Communities Digital News, and Vagabondish.com. He's also a travel photographer, which is actually how our paths crossed. But today, Matt is here to share a very personal, emotional travel tale that started with a family story about his grandfather in World War II and led him to an adventure in the Philippines. Hi, Matt. Welcome to Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Thanks for joining us today.
6: Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, it's a
2: pleasure to have you. So we originally, as I said, connected over trading and liking each other's travel photos on Instagram, and one thing led to another. But you have a very interesting story that we think will resonate with our listeners. Yeah, we're looking forward to hearing it. I'm going to let you go ahead and, and go.
6: Yeah, one of the things that always drew me to travel was my grandfather's experience as a prisoner of war in the Philippines, and it was a story that we grew up, he was among like so many men, he was captured by the Japanese after the fall of Corregidor, Uh, and he did not participate in the Bataan Death March, but he was shipped up to Cabanatuan Prison, and once he got there, he was considering the Japanese didn't really have a structure for prisoners yet, so one night after suffering quite a bit, he and two friends decided that they'd had enough and ran through a trench and into the field and uh disappeared into the jungle deciding that that would be a better alternative than uh than staying in the camp well Well, i was always compelled by what he went through from the torture with the japanese to ultimately his liberation but the story that really stuck with me was that after he and his friends had been in the jungle for a while they were rescued by a family there and they lived in this jungle with this family
1: matt how long were they in the jungle
6: they were in the jungle for several months, three or four months. And this was, where is this? It was in the northern Luzon jungle, the, okay. um, north of Manila. North okay, of Manila. so they get
1: okay. with the family, and then what happens?
6: So they stayed with the family, they learned to hunt. They visited a lot of the indigenous tribes. It was all, an indigenous family they were with, uh, very different than the Oklahoma that he grew up in. And ultimately, they, they had to flee because the Japanese were, would come in, and, and they would have taken out the entire village. So in order to save the village, my grandfather left the people that had saved him, and ultimately, was recaptured. And the most important part of the story was that my grandfather, while there, was given a godson who was born in his captivity. So I found the family through Facebook using old letters that I'd found. Oh, my goodness. Um, And I found my grandfather's godson had passed away, but he had a grandson named Eugene. And I found Eugene on Facebook a bunch of Eugene's, and I sent them all one letter asking if they knew the story, and one guy responded. So I went to the Philippines after a lot of planning, visited all the places where my grandfather did battle, hoping to meet this family who I hadn't been able to get in touch with since I'd landed, and on the last day they reached out to the woman that was helping me out, and we met up in Manila and he arrived with his whole family who all looked a lot like the one picture that my grandfather had of them, and we met and spoke to a translator, but the most touching moment in the end was when he told me that he had a son on the way, and he thought it was going to be a son It wound up being a daughter, but it asked if I would be the godfather of his child that my my grandfather had been for him. So as you
1: you were growing up, uh, your grandfather obviously shared this story with you. It really impacted you uh, to be able to, to get in touch with folks. Clearly, had your grandfather not been taken in by that family, Matt, the Philippines would have just been another place on the map to you. From your experiences there, I mean, what what are your impressions of the island nation?
6: I loved it and I spent a considerable amount of time there retracing my grandfather's footsteps but I also visited Bahal and I visited the Palawan Islands and I really got to know a lot of people and a lot of indigenous tribes in addition to this family and I've never been treated so warmly anywhere I've ever been I truly love the culture and it was, it was touching to see how they sort of treated me much the way that my grandfather talked about being treated when he was there in the jungle and had escaped so many well, years Matt, ago
1: thank you very much for joining me. Mary and me today to come on and and share this compelling story Fascinating. seriously. It was, story. it
6: was a pleasure. Thank you, guys. Yeah. We enjoyed
1: it. Thank okay, you. Thank you. Okay. Completely different take on travel.
2: Fascinating story.
6: Okay, up next, if
1: we can technically pull it off, Mary, we're going to travel about <laughs> 2000 miles north of the Philippines
2: back to Japan. Back actually to Japan, yeah.
1: Uh, and we're going to check in with Rudy who's been trekking around that country with a TV crew the past few weeks. So stay with us. Rudy, Mary, and I return in 3 minutes.
0: Seven eight zero two five, Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to
1: America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back. It's 52 past the hour. We hope you're enjoying a nice weekend wherever or however you're tuning in today.
2: This portion of the program is sponsored by SimplySafeRudy.com, the smarter security for your home or business. Researchers found that the vast majority of burglars will not rob a home or business with an alarm. If you're looking at security systems, we'd recommend SimplySafeRudy.com. They've got all the sensors to ensure you're covered, and there's even 24-7 professional monitoring. There are no long-term contracts, no hidden fees. It's just $14.99 a month. So protect your home or business and your wallet with SimplySafeRudy.com. Save 10% when you order from S-I-M-P-L-I-SafeRudy.com or check out the all-new RudyMaxa.com under sponsors.
1: Well, last segment you heard us speaking with Matt Payne as he shared his grandfather's escape from Japan to the Philippines and the journey that brought Matt back to the Philippines. Well, our savvy traveler has been on a journey of his own in Japan the past few weeks. He certainly has, has, yeah. Covering the culinary and gastro delights offered by the Japanese culture and learning more about their multifaceted culture. Since we've had a busy few weeks on the show and we're broadcasting last weekend from Foxwood Resort Casino, uh, we thought today would be a good time to get Rudy's voice back onto the show with us. And it looks like we've been able to make this work via Skype, Mary. Hey, Rudy. In what part of Japan are we finding you today?
3: I am in the southern island where I've never been before of Kyushu in a town called Ibusuki, which is right on the Pacific Ocean. Mm. The sands are sort of black because it's a very volcanic country, particularly on here. Uh, palm trees everywhere, flowers everywhere. It's, it resembles the southern Thailand or, or Hawaiian. I'm seeing a very luxurious resort called the uh, Ibusuke Hakusue which is just off the charts. I love Nigeria. Sounds part beautiful. This
1: yeah, sounds absolutely beautiful. Alright, I was just sharing with everyone that it's been a busy few weeks on the show, and you've been trekking all around Japan with the TV crew, and certainly eating well from, thank you very much, by the way, for all the things you've been sharing. Before we get to a few of the Japanese customs that first-time travelers ought to know, Mary and I thought we'd cover some news coming out of Japan with you this week. So first question I have for you, Rudy, is were you impacted at all by the system failure that disrupted most of ANA's flight on
2: Tuesday.
3: No, I wasn't. Uh, Fortunately, we we've been here a week. We've been on three different places, and only had to take two internal flights so far, and uh, have had no trouble.
2: Okay. And so I thought this was interesting. We know you crossed the Atlantic on the Queen Mary two back sometime last fall. I think it November, was November. Yeah. But Cunard's Queen Elizabeth entered Osaka's port, and I don't know where you were on Wednesday, but a lot of people Queen showed Mary. up. Ninety thousand yeah. people showed up for that.
3: Yeah, you know, cool. they were talking about it down here. We're very far away from there, yeah. and the, folks, the locals were here talking about it, about what a big deal it was. And I was like, really, it's a big deal? But apparently it is. So, first, yeah. to- first time in history. I not know that many people showed up.
2: And how about the cherry blossoms? They're pretty much peaking in D.C. How are they in uh, Japan?
3: They're probably peaking in Tokyo because we were there yeah. a week and a half ago when they were out. Here on the southern island, uh, so it really depends. You know, it really depends on the climate. They're out here on the southern island, but six days ago we were in the northern island of Hokkaido where everybody's still skiing, so there's no cherry blossoms out there.
1: All right, and I noticed that the Grand Sumo Tournament is underway in Osaka and runs (laughs) through Sunday, so has this been on the Rudy Maxa to-do list while you've been traveling around?
3: To do, I'm going to enter it. Yeah, <laughs> so much. I'm now in shape for
1: sumo wrestling. I love it. That's good. All right, so you know, real quick. I mean, Japan is a very different country, different culture, Rudy. Uh, and for folks that might be going there for the first time, what are some of the customs that you've picked up that you think you, we should all know about? Well,
3: you know, this is a very homogeneous country, unlike America, which has so many different, you know, ethnic backgrounds. And you know, of the countries in Asia, only Thailand and only Japan have never been under colonial rule. So they're much more gentle, homogeneous, uh, and polite people. I mean, you will get a bow when you pull into a gas station because your attendant will be standing almost at attention next to the gas pump. You remember gas pump attendants? Sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, he, and he or she he will bow to you when you walk through a department store. Sales start standing in front of their you know little section you know if it's a cosmetic thing you're all standing in front of their cosmetic section they will bow to you as you walk by. You will walk into a hotel, and everybody who can see you will bow to you. Do you have to you bow, bow back? You're bowing to say goodbye. They will walk you out to your car. So I call it the long Japan goodbye. They will wave to you until you're totally out of sight. And are you, ex- are you expected
2: to bow back?
3: Yes. Um, okay. You know, if, if you're walking to a department store, you know, just a, a slight nod of the head and a mm-hmm. smile is fine. If you, however, are greeting someone, then you do want to do a, not a deep bow. I mean, not, you're not going down 90 yeah. degrees. Just, right. Um, but, but a very polite bow. Cards are very expensive. If you're coming over here as a tourist or a visitor, even if you're not a business visitor, have cards printed up. It's only with your name and contact information, whatever you want to put on there cards are extremely important. As soon as you meet someone here, no matter how fleeting this meeting might be, they will proffer you their card. And you do that by taking your card, holding it in two fingers with the type pointed there, that way so they can read it, and you bow as you hand it to them. Then they will do the same to you, and you will take that card with your two fingers, and you will study that card as if you've never seen a calling card before in your life.
1: <laughs> I'm actually familiar with that, Rudy. I, that's a Even very big thing. In yeah, Japanese. yeah. yeah. That's, very, that's a very big thing with the culture. And that, that
3: is a sign of honor. Right. This politeness... Um, has a very uh, marked effect on the way people deal with each other here. This is a very polite country. I mean, there may be cutthroat business people, but... As I say, it's something I wish we did more of here. Of course, all the toilet seats are heated, whether you're in a McDonald's, a Starbucks, a hotel, rest stop. Everything is clean. You go into a rest stop on a highway, and oh, my goodness.
1: No, see, so Rudy, you, so you've been away so long, you forgot about the clock. So, I'm going to have to tell you, I've got about 15 <laughs> seconds here. So, right now, we're going to just have to say we're really glad you're enjoying yourself. Looking forward to having you back, and, you know, safe travels, all right?
3: Be back for next week. And
1: this is what I do. I hurry guests off the show. Yeah, that's true, you do. All right, Rudy. All right, thank you. Safe job. Bye. All right, he is too much.
2: He is. He he is.
1: Uh, Well, we certainly reached the end of hour one. Uh, There's still so much more ahead coming in hour two. For those stations leaving us, sorry to see you go. Thankfully, for the vast majority of you, Mary and I are coming right back. Stay right where you are. Hour two is straight ahead, and it starts in six minutes.